This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. Heather Wilhelm of National Review and The Federalist, where she is a senior contributor, joins now. Heather, good to have you. What's going on? Hi, Buck. It's a beautiful day down here in Texas. Beautiful day here in New York City. Beautiful day across America. Dare I even it say is, it's really. <laughs> morning in America, Heather. We'll see. We'll see if that's it is, true. And, and the media are freaking out. They are in total flip out mode. Um, first, I, I want to ask you about you know Harry Reid. There's this uh, there's this idea out there, which is even being pushed by Harry Reid, who's really among the lowest of a low uh, of all politicians in this country. He says that there's been a surge in hate crimes. Play it. Not only did that man who lost a popular vote win the election, but his election sparked a rise in hate crimes, threats of violence. <clears throat> Since Election Day, the Southern Poverty Law Center has reported hundreds of incidents of harassment and intimidation. Last count, 315 from their calculations. Overwhelmingly, the hateful acts are at a Muslim, and a Hispanic, and an African American, and a woman, and a LGBT, and a Semitic, and an Asian. So they're saying that Trump's election has resulted in all these hate crimes. First of all, can we we know there have been a few hoaxes already. One prominent one ABC News reported on yesterday where someone just reported an attack of a Muslim woman didn't happen. Why do we never get to hear what these acts are if they are so horrific? And why does no one seem to care that they inflate the numbers? You know, it's it's interesting. And and I've in the past week, it's been fascinating to see the media sort of process the Trump election, which I think is. It's pretty fair to say that they didn't see it coming. And instead of, you know, looking at themselves and saying, you know, what did we miss? What, what did we get wrong here? How could we be so out of touch with uh, what was pretty clear to a lot of people across America? Instead, they're panicking, double down, uh, doubling down. And if you look at the flurry of stories that have come out in the past week, it's, it's incredible. It's almost like the media is trying to make people want to ignore them and tune them out which is a real problem because then when there actually is a crisis, when there actually is something where the media is important, they've lost their credibility. Um, you know, David Harciani has a great piece in the Federalist today talking about these hate crime statistics. And I, and I think there's, there's another interesting point here. You know, Donald Trump, to his credit, you know, went on that 60 Minutes interview and he said, you know, to the camera, if there are, if there are, if there's this sort of thing going on, stop it, right? And CBS took a lot of heat for holding that for two days. He said it on Friday and and the the interview aired on Sunday. And, of course, you know, there's been some violent protests from 
Hillary Clinton supporters or, you know, just anti-Donald Trump uh, uh, movements. So there's, you know, it's a mess, and, and, I, and I don't think the media is exactly covering themselves with glory as to the, as how they're handling it. You know, I thought that especially after there was the uh, Salzburger note to readers essentially saying, we promise we're going to be journalists again because we know that we that's that's been a joke during this election, uh, that maybe they would sort of go through at least the motions of returning to big news organizations, but what, what I see from, and I mean from the sort of flagship journalism institutions and, and organizations in the country, the New York Times, Washington Post, and others, uh, is, is just the continued uh, barrage of anything to destroy Trump. No level of hyperbole is too much. No exaggeration is too grotesque. No, you know, they just, they are still in a complete frenzy about this, as though Hillary didn't just lose, and they're not going to have, do you, I mean, do you think they're going to, you know, are they going to sort of just freak themselves out until they pass out? I mean, are they going to eventually get a little tired of this? Or is this going to go on for four years? You know, it was funny because I was thinking to myself after Trump won, I, I thought, you know, I wonder now if now that Hillary has lost, now that she does not have the presidency and does not have the chance to have the presidency, are some of these people who were really go, go Hillary boosters going to quietly admit, you know, that, you know, I, I really didn't like her that much after all, <laughs> you know, because she's an incredibly unlikable character. And what's been hilarious is to see them, like you said, doubling down over the past week. There's been some amazing pieces. I mentioned one in my latest uh, or, or my week ago piece from National Review talking about how, you know, Hillary lost because she's a woman. It's all about sexism. There was a ridiculous piece today um, by Virginia Heffernan, or no, it was yesterday. And it literally compared Hillary Clinton to Athena. And <laughs> I mean, they're just doubling down. And what's what's really stunning about this is there are some real lessons to be learned from this election. And I'm trying to keep my eyes open and learn them. But uh, it seems like the media is in such a frenzy that they can't stop, look, listen and say, OK, how are we going to actually figure out what's going on moving forward? And how can we keep our credibility? I mean, people are just going to stop listening. I, I think that there's there's nothing that the media could do to more gratify a majority of Trump voters than just say Trump won because racism. I right. think that that plays right into why a lot of people voted for Trump, despite all the non-conservative, all, all, all the stuff that we've, you've talked about, ever we've talked about, everyone's talked about Trump's, you know, imperfections, we could call them. Uh, but they voted for Trump anyway. And with the entirety of the sort of national media saying that it was just because of racism and white nationalism, which, by the way, I, I never see it really defined. Would you care to what is what what qualifies as white nationalism? Do, do you have a, a, a sort of a working definition that you use? Because I'm not clear. I mean, if white nationalism is the white working class feeling like illegal immigration is a problem and identity politics work against them. Well, they're correct in both of those in both of those assessments. Identity politics do not favor them because they don't have affirmative action, and any number of other policies and illegal immigration does hurt primarily unskilled workers. So what's the problem? Well, and, and, and look, here's what's been driving me crazy about all of this, is that it, all of a sudden Hillary Clinton has been elevated to this perfect, just, wondrous candidate, right, who could only have lost because of sexism or because the other side is racist. And uh, I was actually looking, I was scrolling back through some of my uh, coverage over the past year, because, again, like I said, I'm trying to learn as well. And a theme that I pounded again and again and again is that Hillary Clinton is a terrible, terrible 
terrible candidate. She's spectacularly bad. She was spectacularly bad. And I think that that's a real problem with the media coverage right now, too, is not taking a good look at, hey, maybe we lost because Hillary Clinton <laughs> was our candidate, you know? Um, so that I think that's a huge blind spot. And instead, it's turning into this, A, hero worship, right? B, reversion to the old racism, sexism, because that's the only thing we have a problem. That's the only thing we can toss out. But then in the process, they're insulting. You know what? How many people voted for Trump? 60 million? Um, calling them all racist? Yeah, that's, that's, that's really effective. That's going to be great for the country. Um, I have to ask you about this piece just based on the title alone you have here on the Federalist.com. Uh, I'm a fan of the Federalist. They do great stuff. I know you're a senior contributor there. Uh, no, this is your title. No ecosexuals. Mother Nature does not want to have sex with you. Um, <laughs> uh, please explain. You know, I, I wrote that piece right before the election. And I, I figured everyone could use a bit of a diversion. But yes, so there is a movement uh, going on right now in real life by serious people who are employed uh, at places like universities, and uh, they want to make love to the earth. And <laughs> they think treating the earth like a mother is passe. Um, you need to treat the earth like a lover. And that can be figuratively or that could be literally. So uh, this is a movement of people who are hosting gallery events, they're hosting carnivals, they're hosting, there was a big event in Sydney dedicated to these people. And one thing I said in my, in my piece, and I always wonder this, is like, how come we can't all do this for a living? I mean, doesn't it sound kind of fun? I mean, be able to get paid where you fly off to Tulum and meditate with a shaman and, and you know, touch the earth lovingly. I, I really think that's a pretty good gig if you can get it. But, um, yeah, they're out there, and they're real, and they're spectacular. Every time I've applied for a shaman gig, I just they say <laughs> I don't have enough experience. And I tell them, you know, don't let the, don't let the poofy side part fool you. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of shamanistic vibe here, but they don't, they don't go for it. And it's really just deep down in your heart, right? I mean, that's where the that's where the inner shaman lives. It's that's really not fair. Yeah, I, I feel like they should. I feel like they shouldn't judge my spirituality just based on the fact that we're boating shoes. Boating shoes can be a sign <laughs> of spirituality too. You don't you don't have to walk around in some sort of weird robe scented of patchouli. So that's how I feel about all of that. Well, I'm glad we got a sense of what the ecosexuals piece uh, was was talking about. What what can we expect from Heather Wilhelm in the next oh few days, the next twelve hours? You tell me. Well, you know, I am going to take the rest of this week to just suck all the madness in and process it, and I'll be back next week with more columns at National Review and The Federalist. Fantastic. You let us know. We'd love to have you back. Heather Wilhelm, everybody, at Heather Wilhelm on Twitter. Heather, thanks for making the time. Good to talk to you. Thanks for having me. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. 
No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.